hi how are we um welcome back to another episode of argue with the wall today i'm not going to be arguing uh today is going to be more of the you know if you're going through something this i mean i guess you could call it maybe like an advice scenario um kind of just me giving you unsolicited advice <laughs> if that's all right with you guys i um today i'm going to talk about change and all that it is so whatever comes with that is what's going to be discussed today basically um i kind of honestly had a little bit of a mental breakdown today because I was freaking out about graduating college and it hadn't I I've been kind of in denial and avoiding it and actually letting it sink in for quite a while and I um it's it's hitting me and that's kind of what inspired me to talk about today's discussion and it's um there's so many different like elements and factors that change can be and I think that it's such a complex topic and that's why I have my little notes on my computer over here and um I do want to side note uh, I wanted to tell you guys this and I don't know why I did but as I was getting ready to to sit down and talk to you guys right now I was making tea and I was eating day-old Brussels sprouts I made yesterday cold by the way fresh out of the fridge honestly I like them better like that they were just squishy enough they were still marinating in all of their spices and seasonings and I highly recommend it so I just wanted to let you guys know that uh, I ate quite a bit, so if you hear me tooting, please ignore it. Um, or if I shit myself, just ignore that one as well. Um, so, there's different types of um, change. There's different types, so there's I categorize them into two different categories. And I know it's not just two categories, but this is like me simplifying it so that everyone can kind of get a grasp on where I'm coming from. So there's temporary and permanent changes. For example, a temporary change could be uh, dyeing your hair. Those kind of changes are more exciting and don't have as much permanence to them. And if you struggle with anxiety or just overthinking in general, anything that's permanent is scary as fuck. It's overwhelming and it can cause a lot of anxiety. So little things like that um, can seem big in the moment, but you know deep down that it's not permanent and so it's not as uh, jarring in the moment. Now, um, when you're dyeing your hair and it turns out bad, 
it's obviously you're going to freak out about it because it is like it's a temporary thing but it's like a long temporary thing so it's still gonna impact you if it's bad if it's good then yay keep doing it but there's something about having these temporary changes that have such a wide variety of anxiety to them like what can cause it for example um that hair change is temporary uh in the grand scheme of things but friends can also be temporary and so can boyfriends and girlfriends those can all be temporary but they're on a different level of temporary that's why it's such a complex thing to try to break down so you have like that kind of more exciting minuscule change that's temporary and then you have your bigger permanent changes actually let's just let's keep going with a temporary but the ones that probably maybe have a bigger impact so you have your environment your environment can be permanent it can be but in terms of change obviously like that's something that isn't it's not permanent now this can be either in regard to you moving out of your childhood home like you're still in high school you're moving with your family and you have to leave all your friends that's a whole nother can of worms to open that I'll get into but that's just an example of one of those um you going graduating high school and going to college and you're moving into a dorm that's a new environment change that's a huge environment change and that like when you spend so much of your time in one space for so long you just develop this uh, comfort and reliability to that environment and so as soon as that is pulled out of like from under you it can be extremely it can it can trigger a lot of anxiety and that's a completely normal thing to feel and I'm going to say that a lot because throughout this episode because all like whatever change makes you feel is just your natural response to it if you feel if you love change then honestly that's awesome but for I know for a lot of people me included change can be an extremely scary and anxiety-filled thing and it's not fun and it like I struggled many years with change and it was the root of my anxiety um so environmental changes um it kind of goes along with um maybe even career changes too so for example, me graduating college in December, which is two months away, actually less than. And that still hasn't fully hit yet, but it's starting to. Um, I don't know exactly, like I said, what I'm doing yet, but I know that there's probably going to be some environmental change. I don't know if I'm staying here until my lease is up. I don't know if I'm moving after I graduate, I don't know if I'm moving back home. Ideally, in terms of 
lower anxiety moving back home would be nice or just staying here. But in reality, I'm not going to just stay here forever. I'm not going to live at home forever. So I'm eventually going to change environments and go to somewhere completely new. And it's exciting. And you're allowed to feel excited about it. But it's also still scary because there's all these what ifs that come up when you're changing your environment. What if I can't make any friends? What if I um, financially something happens and I can't support myself anymore? What happens? What if I lose my job that I'm moving across the country to go to for? What if I, um, like, uh, my mind goes to the extremities, like, um, like, what if I die on the plane to my new environment I'm going to? Like... (laughs) It's things like that that just, they're not productive. And you have to call it out and be like, this is just my anxiety. And I don't know if any of this is going to happen. So there's no point in wasting this energy. I'm going to take this energy that I'm spending spiraling in my own head and I'm going to spend it, you know, with my friends while I still have them right down the street. Um, I'm going to, you know, plan for things that I know are going to happen. So, um, you know, if you need to book plane tickets or pack um, and, and things that you can schedule and you actually have control over, that's literally the overarching thing about this episode and change in general is that nine times out of 10, you can't control change. You have no control over um I don't know you don't have any control over life and death and I know it's morbid but it's just the reality of it once you become comfortable with the reality of things you know change isn't as scary and it doesn't you know it's not as frightening and um environments changing environments can still be temporary but again like I said with like the friendship example it can still it can still be a long-term thing. You can live in the same spot for a long time. And one thing that gets me kind of not as it calms me down a little bit when it comes to big changes like graduating and moving is all of the opportunities that are going to come with it, the good ones. So meeting new people, getting connections, how it's going to further my career, how it's going to, you know, um, benefit me in the long run, not how it's negatively impacting me right now. And it's really important to stay grounded and stay in the moment of, okay, this is, this is happening. And if you're someone like me who loves to think in the future and hyperanalyze every situation, you can think, you know, instead of, oh, what if I, what if I die on the way to my new, in, my new house? That's like three hours away. Okay, let's take that what if and say, what if I meet the love of my life at this new place I'm going to for this new job that I got? What if I meet my best friend that is going to be there for me for the rest of my life? Let's let's take those negative thoughts and make them, 
you know, a positive experience. That way you can associate this change with something good. Um, now I know not all changes can be good. So, um, you know, losing someone that you were close to or just in general that you knew um, is a change that is permanent. And so um, those are the hardest ones to deal with because you know, you know, they're not coming back and you, everything, like everything changes. When you lose a family member, for example, you have to reconfigure your normal daily life and figure out how you're going to do that without them in it. And it's extremely hard. The grieving process is like beyond my advice because I haven't lost that many people in my life, thankfully. But um, that's like, if you're going through that right now, like a grieving process, um, like from a death, that's maybe a maybe talk to a therapist about that one or or if you don't want to do that talking to you know other family members that are going through the same thing like they lost that family member as well like leaning on each other is an extremely healthy thing to do and just talking about it with them but when dealing with a permanent change that's inherently negative that you can't really make a good out of um like I said, the only thing you can really do is just talk about it and um, reflect on all the good that happened, all the good memories you have with that person. And But you also have to let yourself feel those feelings that are from that change. So, you know, letting yourself feel sad, letting yourself cry, maybe even being mad. I know that sometimes people resort to feeling angry like why like how could you leave me how could you do this and but again that's just a normal process of grieving and feeling that extreme change my tea might be still really hot I'm scared to burn my lips okay no it's fine um but then there's those permanent changes that can be can be good so, like, you know, your sibling having a kid. Congrats, you're, get off of me, bug. Congrats, you're an aunt or you're an uncle now. Awesome for you. That's, that's really cool stuff. Now, um, a new life could also mean you get a dog. Now, I know those are temporary and I don't want to talk about that part, but that's a new change that is exciting. And so that's what I mean when I say that these changes can be so black and white. They can, they can be really good and they can be absolutely just heartbreaking. And there's no formula on how to deal with these changes and how to properly react. Now, obviously, if you have a huge change that you're going through, don't resort to violence. 
that's not good. That's definitely not in the how to react. But what I mean is kind of just feeling those feelings and talking it out. If you don't have anyone to talk to, talk to yourself. Write it down in a journal. Guys, when I tell you I talk to myself all day, every day, I mean it. And I still do it around people because I'm just so used to just talking to an empty apartment. Um, and I, uh, I have an episode on being alone. And that kind of also goes along with change as well. So being alone just physically in, in living on your own or being single too also, um, which I'm going to dive into with, in terms of relationships Um, but yeah, you can listen to that too. And I kind of touch on, on change and, and things you can and can't control. Um, but for another change that can be exciting, but also extremely scary, I kind of talked about earlier is career changes. Um, I have yet to experience this. Because, I mean, I've had, like, you know, my fair share of part-time jobs growing up. But in terms of actual career, I don't know. I, I can't tell. I can't say too much on that one because I'm actually experiencing it right now. But I just know that when there's a career change, there's typically going to be maybe a environmental change and I know what environmental changes are like so um, I just assume that career changes are filled with even more anxiety because it's the environmental anxiety and then career anxiety and there's just so much that comes with it that it's like so hard to um to I don't know to really digest it and um it's just it's completely normal to feel overwhelmed and almost out of place and maybe it might feel like you're drowning honestly because you're thinking so much in your head about these what-ifs that dealing with this change feels near impossible And I could tell you that it is possible and a way to not feel that way anymore is by um, having those, you know, positive thinking what ifs and making it more into a positive experience. Um, Another type of change is changes in relationships. So that could be um, a friendship relationship um a family relationship or a romantic relationship so in terms of friendship relationships um when I fully believe that people come in your life for a reason and they leave for a reason. People come to provide something for you, whether that be a lesson or um, maybe a, 
a service. I don't know. That sounds weird. But everyone has a purpose in your life. And sometimes those people are just friends. They're not, you know, lovers. And, um, my mic. Losing a friend that you were really close with, um, is really, it can feel like a breakup because a friendship is still a relationship at the end of the day. If you feel like you're not being valued in your friendship, then you need to essentially break up with your friend or kind of distance yourself from them. Because if you were not getting treated and valued correctly in your, you know, boyfriend-girlfriend relationship, wouldn't you probably consider breaking up with them or addressing it? So you need to also treat friendships like you would treat a romantic relationship. Now, making new friends is one of my favorite things in the whole world. I love meeting new people, especially people who were not like me at all in terms of just backgrounds and where they grew up. I think it's really interesting to have a good grasp on all kinds of people and all types of opinions. I think that's what makes you a well-rounded person to know everyone's sides about different things. So um, that could literally mean anything. And going to, you know, a new environment and going to a new school, those can all be things where new relationships come. And that's still a change. And that's another thing that comes from, you know, those scary changes of environmental and career changes that are scary, but there are still good things that come from it, like making new friends, maybe finding new people to date. And that's what, that's like one of the things about change is that is really good. And we don't talk about it enough. Anytime we think of change, it's like, oh, scary. I don't like it. But we kind of forget about the amazing things that come from change, like meeting new people and maybe finding the person you're going to spend the rest of your life with. Um, But on the other hand, you have the ending of friendships. So this could, I haven't lost a friend in a while because, um, like since high school, because towards the end of high school, I just really had a small group of really, really good friends and I've just kind of stuck with them. But I definitely have experienced losing friends kind of middle school, high school. And it's hard to say how I would deal with it now because back then I was just, it was all just drama and stupid shit and they just weren't good friends to begin with. So that's what I'm saying. Like people come in and they leave for a reason. I lost friends whenever I was younger because I learned that that's not 
how I should be treated. I shouldn't be talked about behind my back. I should be valued and I should be cared about just as if I had a boyfriend. And I don't think people realize how similar romantic relationships and friendships are because it's still this kind of give and take. You care about each other. You, you know, you have this love for each other. It's just a different kind of love. And there's different types of friendships too, you know, but that's for a whole nother episode about relationships. But losing a friend, um, it can really suck. But again, you just kind of have to reflect on it and be like, okay, here's all the really good things that happened in in this friendship and here are all the really bad things that happened and what am I going to take from it now? That's what you can control and that's all you can do about it. And it also just depends on, you know, if you ended the friendship or if they did. And if they did it's and you didn't want it to happen, it's going to suck. But then there's also the friendships that end that are just more of a matters of drifting away. And I think those are the easiest ones to deal with because it kind of happens slowly and you kind of are able to come to terms with it over time. But if it's very sudden um, and also drama filled, it's all it, it, it hurts more because it's so sudden. So the same thing goes for romantic relationships. Um, having that change in a romantic relationship where like in your in your romance life, your dating life, you find someone and you start dating them it's exciting. It is so exciting. And it is like just intoxicating. Honestly, it's like you just are so obsessed with this person. You want to find out everything about them. You see all the good aspects of them. And that's a good change. Um, But if that doesn't work out, then you break up. And breakups suck. (laughs) They're the worst. I um, have only experienced, I've experienced many breakups, but I've only experienced one like genuinely debilitating, heartbreaking, just mind-boggling heartbreak. And it was because I didn't want it. And as you come to terms with this change of a breakup, you go through the same grieving stages as you would, in my opinion, if as if someone died. Because losing a relationship means that this person isn't in your life anymore and you can't talk to them. I mean, you can, but you probably shouldn't. And the same goes for a death in the family or death in, in any aspect of your life. You can't talk to them anymore and you don't like everything that you were doing daily that involved them is just taken away from you. So I like to approach breakups as if someone had died in my life. Um, And it might seem extreme, but that's just the best way I'm able to handle it. So feeling the feelings, you know, letting myself cry um, and then 
accepting it and grieving on it and then probably being like fuck you I didn't you know you were shit but then being upset about it again it's it's not this like strict stage like everyone's like oh the grieving process the stages yeah but then it's like you're pissed off and then it's like you want them so bad again and now you're sobbing over them and then you're like no I'm fine everything's fine but then next week you're sobbing over them because of how much you miss them and that's normal and it there's no amount of time that it it takes for however many months you dated I believe that um it it doesn't matter how long you dated them I think that it matters on your uh, relationship, not the time uh, that you dated. So, for example, if you only dated someone for four months, but you spend a crap ton of time with them and you got to know them on such an incredibly deep level, I do believe that you can fall in love in that amount of time. And I do believe that those can those relationships can still hurt just as much as a two-year relationship can now that's a hot take because some people think that you know the time that you the time the amount of time that you dated can defines like how bad the relation like the breakup can hurt and I disagree I think that you can still be absolutely gutted after you know you've been dating someone for only three months And I hate that I just said only. Like, what do you mean only three months? You could still be, you know, absolutely, you know, head over heels for someone in three months. And you could still be heartbroken after three months. It all just, it's such a complex thing. And and you can easily be in love with someone in that amount of time. I think that everyone loves differently. And I think that losing someone and having that change is a reaction that is different for everyone so if if you're going through a breakup and there's like it's that huge change where you don't see them anymore you don't speak to them anymore but then when you do see them and you see them with someone else there's that immediate change again where it's like okay I was dealing with this breakup of you know who I thought this person was and all the good memories but now I see this person with someone who's essentially replaced you there's a whole nother change that you have to deal with it's now the change of who you thought that they were and how you're gonna deal with that so if you see you know, someone you're still getting over from a breakup and you see them um, with someone else, it's this new image of them that you have in your head that you now have to implement in your grieving process. And that can be also extremely difficult to deal with because of that change. And I just, I don't think that we talk about it enough in the sense that 
break like going through a bad breakup can feel like they like the person you lost died and it's it's I just really don't think it's talked about enough um but yeah those those breakups can be really hard in terms of just changing your daily routine especially if you lived with this person I don't know that's that's something I haven't experienced but I couldn't I can't imagine how that would be and then there's family changes I mentioned kind of like death in the family but there's other family changes that can also be permanent so um divorce permanent unless they get back together and get remarried but divorce is permanent um and my parents my parents got divorced whenever I was young and it took me an extremely long time to accept it and to be okay with it like like a long time and like I mentioned earlier there's no standard amount of time that is like all right five years is up you're good you should be over it by now or you are going through a breakup with someone you dated for a month and five months later you're still getting over them and people are like you should you only dated for a month you know you you should probably be over them by now like come on no there's no amount of time who made up these rules there's no specific amount of time that I need to be boxed into that lets me know okay yeah I should be done I should be done grieving and being sad by now no who made these rules they're so dumb it's like if I need three years to get over someone I dated for a year so fucking be it you know it's all about how you cope with it and how you deal with it and that is different for every single person some people never deal with it and personally I think that that is not healthy but I also have no control or ability over how anyone reacts to any situation ever so that's uh that one's person to person um then there's you know the the good changes in in family relationships um like if you get you know a brother-in-law or a sister-in-law um well that also depends on if you you know if you like them but in general it should be a good thing it should be a happy thing because now you get a new sister or brother and there's also um like if in terms of divorce if your parent remarries then you get step siblings and that can also be really fun too but it can also be you know really hectic because if any of you have dealt with having divorced parents and then having step siblings it can be um difficult to deal with because now you have one or multiple people who you have to quote-unquote share your mom or dad with and that can that was something that I struggled with because it was like no that's my mom like you're not a lot you're not allowed to love my mom and but I was also so young too so um I didn't like I didn't understand the concept of my other people 
like other people being allowed to love my mom the way I love my mom. And so it's almost like this territorial thing that you have to deal with now. It's like, no, you have to, you know, you're not your mom's only daughter now. You're not your dad's only daughter now. You have to share them. And that's a really big change too, is having new siblings in your life that you aren't technically, you know, genetically related to. Um, And that can be really hard because that's a permanent thing. And best case scenario, you get along with them and you love them so much. Worst case scenario, you don't like them. And then that's a whole nother thing that you got to deal with. But at the end of the day, it's still a really scary thing, whether or not you like them. And it's just like, I could talk about divorce for a really long time. So I'm not going to Um, maybe do another episode on that. But um, I just have such a close insight on it. And I've dealt with it for so long that I feel like I know a thing or two. Not personally, like I haven't been personally divorced, but I've dealt with the effects of a divorce. So like I've mentioned, you know, throughout this episode, change can be good. Um, And typically, I'd argue that it is most of the time, majority of the time good. Now, even in terms of like death, obviously that like that person dying, not good. It's sad, but that doesn't mean it's inherently bad. It hurts, but just because it hurts doesn't mean that it's bad. So if you lose someone, uh, like they died, it can be good in the sense that, you know, if they were, you know, if they had a disease and they were suffering, like, I know everyone says this, but it's good that they're not suffering anymore. Like, they have peace. They're not, you know, struggling anymore. Um, and it can also be good because sometimes death in the family can bring other family members closer together. Because like I said earlier, you kind of lean on each other in times of grieving and it can bring you and other family members closer together and form new relationships. And that's a really good thing. Um, if, if all if, if we never ch- changed and everything was stagnant, we would be such boring people. Nothing would evolve. We wouldn't learn lessons. Every change that happens in your life results in you learning something new. So whether that be you learning how your grieving process benefits you the most, then there's that. Or it could be you learning that that's, you know, if it's an ending of a relationship, you learning that, you know, you didn't like the way that you were treated at some points in that relationship. And then now you know for the future relationships that you know to look out for that and to, you know, not let people treat you that way. And at the end of the day, change is inherently good and we learn things from it. Yes, sometimes the change hurts, hurts, sometimes it's stressful, sometimes it is full of anxiety, but at the end of the day, it is good. 
And it all just depends on how you respond to it and what your outlook is on it. Change can mean lack of control. So if you're going through a big change, it can feel, like I mentioned earlier, it can feel like you, you don't have control over your life. And that, for me at least, is a really big trigger for my anxiety. Like, I've talked about this so much in therapy where, you know, I'll be telling my therapist, um, like, everything that's just been making me so anxious lately. And she's like, that's because there's a lot of change going on in your life right now. And it can just make you feel so just honestly overwhelmed and scared. And I've talked about this with my friends um, in regard to me graduating, that there's always these expectations of ourselves and how hard we can be on ourselves, especially women in in this society. There's all these expectations that we put on ourselves and other people put on us. And and that can add to more of that anxiety from that change. Um, And I'm excited but nervous to see what um, that college to real life change is like. Because I've heard people talk about it before where it's like the space where you graduate college and just start real life in the workforce is like pure shock. And it's, I, I'm, ex- I'm excited to see what that's like. Um, but don't get me wrong. Like it's, I don't want to do it, but I don't think I have a choice. I can't just like be in college forever. That would, that would be, I'd be in so much debt. (laughs) So you kind of just have to go with it, whether or not you like it. Again, like you don't have control over changes and you got to just push through. You have to just do it. And it's not going to be fun at first because you're going to be scared and no one wants to be scared. Unless people who like scary movies, then you want to be scared. And I don't understand you because I hate scary movies. So if you like scary movies and you like to be scared, then maybe you like change. I don't know. Maybe you're weird. Beats me. But um, what else? Like I, I think I maybe mentioned this earlier, but when you're feeling out of control because you have, you know, these new changes... Um, you have to look at what you can and can't control. So the way you react to said change is in your control. Are you going to let it put you into a depressive episode? Or are you going to recognize the change and figure out how you're going to like what you're going to do from there. 
So I could sit in my bed and reflect on all of the worries that I have about graduating and just let it eat me away and eventually send me into a uh, depressive episode. Or I can say, okay, yeah, I'm graduating, but so do like probably millions of people every year. They do the same thing and they're all okay too. And so therefore I'm going to be okay because I have really great friends. I have a really great family and I believe in myself. And then I figure out what the fuck I'm going to do and it's going to be hard. But when has life ever been easy? Probably never. Um, so think about that whenever you're feeling a little anxious me every day um but yeah that's pretty much it for today's episode I hope you got something from this I I like to do these kind of episodes every once in a while um more like advicey episodes because I know I like episodes like that too where um it's just you know someone telling me advice that I didn't think I wanted to hear or needed to hear and now I'm hearing it and I'm grateful so um hopefully you guys got something from this this is very therapeutic for me so this was also very nice for me thank you so much for listening and um you can follow the pod on instagram at argue with the wall uh you can also subscribe to the youtube channel if you're watching and um I post new episodes every Tuesday and um yeah that's pretty much it my neighbor upstairs is now home and you can hear so I'm gonna get out of here I'm gonna skedaddle all right I'll see you guys next week bye